Welcome to episode 72 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we played The First Tree. If you like what you've heard with the show, you can join our Discord where you can chat with other members of the Left Behind Game Club community. You can find that at leftbehindgame.club and there's a big Discord button on the front page. You can't miss it. If you like the show, send it to a friend because that's the best way to find out about new podcasts. Travis, we are playing The First Tree I am a soft boy. Are we going to cry today? Soft boy number two reporting for duty. <laughs> Let's go. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCourt, and today I have one friend with me. You know him, you love him. His name is Travis Colnut. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. Um, if you follow us on social media at Left Behind Club on Twitter, you may have noticed that Mo is actually supposed to be on the show as well. Um, he is not. There is a reason that we will share with you later in this show. Ooh. It's, it's a good... It's Ooh. a good. F- it, it will add color to the show. <laughs> um, this week we are playing a game called The First Tree. Uh, it was released in 2017, developed and published by David Wheel uh, with help from Do Games for the console iterations. It is literally available on everything: PS4, uh, Switch, Xbox One, on PC, and may be on mobile at some point. Um, but Travis, what is? The first tree. Oh my gosh, you just made the, the oh. most deer in the headlight face. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not good. fox in the headlight. <laughs> um, it is a very small, like, two hour game uh-huh. uh, where you, it, it's very light exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a fox. Uh, and it's, it's just, it, it, it's uh, a st- pretty much like a, it's not, it's pretty much said it's not a fox simulator, but you're a fox and you kind of just walk around, you explore a little bit and it tells a story at the same time uh, that kind of deals with stuff that we'll get into. But um, yeah, it's very, very, very light. Like there's no enemies. There's nothing. It's just uh, light exploration. Is it fair to say that this game kind of comes from the gone home mold as much as I hate to go back to that same game, but I don't think this game would exist without Gone Home. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So it's late exploration. Yeah. There's a story. Yeah. And nice music, nice visuals. Like it just, you know what I mean? Like it's just like a very as simple of a game as you can possibly get. Yes. Yeah. So one thing that I think you'll agree with here is most of the value of this game comes from the actual story itself. Yeah, I would say so. So I would say if you are interested in playing this game, <laughs> Um, do not stop listening right now yeah. because it, we are going to spoil tail it territory. Yeah. We are going to spoil the entire game. Yeah. Cause you know, it's two hours. <laughs> it's two hours long. So if you're interested, you can pick this game up for like between nine and 12 bucks. Yeah. Something like that. Or you can, as much as I hate to say this, you can watch it on YouTube as well. This is also true. Um, but like support the game dev, go grab his game if you're interested, but we are going to spoil the entire game starting now. Yeah. See in two hours. <laughs> Hit pause and here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the game starts out and like you said, you play as a, as a mama fox. Yeah. Uh, and it's a third person yeah. exploration game where you play as this fox who is searching for her fox cubs. Right? Yes, exactly. And it, um, you kind of wake up uh, and you're a mother fox that, you know, your um, little cubs are, are gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, a narration starts um, from a man named Joseph. And he wakes up from a bad dream Mm -hmm. Um, and he kind of like startles his wife and he kind of wakes up and he uh, starts telling her about the dream that he's having about a fox looking for her cubs and whatnot. Right. So essentially the game is you are playing his dream out as he's describing it. Um, the interesting thing with this dream is that he, uh, as you're playing the game, so it, it mechanically, it's very, very simple. You're a fox. You can run, mm-hmm. um, you can zoom the camera in and out and you can do a super, super janky double jump. Yeah. Which I was like, <laughs> I, I started to jump once and yeah. the game actually provides very little instruction. Yeah. Uh, there are these really nice kind of art uh, pieces yeah. that show up on screen that mm-hmm. are like, Hey, this is how you jump. There's no... Um, writing about specific instructions, yep, but it's just like, hey, jumping, you can jump twice, a button, yeah. But that that double jump did it's look so, very weird, so janky. Like yeah. I think it's like this very weird, like uh, jump up and then you're, you're kind of like t posing, but not really. 
<laughs> uh, it's like a very flat, like you just kind of hop, hop. And, uh, you know, it's used to just kind of get from place to place. You're pretty much exploring this vast, like, um, mountain foresty range. Yes. Um, and as you're exploring, you, uh, can come across little spots that you can dig. And every time you dig something up, it kind of, uh, starts another narration from Joseph telling his wife, Rachel about the, um, you know, aspects of his dream, but then it also starts getting into his story and, right. and kind of dealing with why he's feeling the feelings that he's feeling. Yeah. So. And how did you play the game? Because I played it on switch. Yep. Oh, my child, the switch, you know, yes. my, my little baby, my baby. Um, I actually own this one on PC and it, I didn't, I know I did the thing you have, you have it. <laughs> I, I think I got it in a humble bundle. Oh, okay. And, uh, it uh, my Mac is a 15 Mac, and it's like actually starting to oh really not doesn't run have well. two hours worth of power. Uh, no, it just like <laughs> I didn't know if it could, it would run the game really well. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so I, I played it on Switch yeah. as well. It was like 12.50 on yeah, Switch. Super cheap. Um, did you know much about this game before? Nothing. I had absolutely no idea. Okay. I, yeah. And I think um, what how I found this one is often on websites. I think there's a list on Vulture. There's a list on Polygon where it's like cool, really fun games that are under five hours. Okay. If you want to like play a game in one or two sittings right. and this one was on one of the lists so, yeah. and I owned it so I think hey why don't, why don't we try this game right. um, so you were saying that um, you learn how to jump um, you're, you have narration about what's actually happening yep. and you start piecing things together through the things that you're digging up exactly and you start learning about this man right. Joseph dealing with issues with his father exactly yeah. so um kind of when the game starts you uh you kind of wake up you keep going as the fox and you come across like your first child like so your the, first fox cub the first fox cub um it's dead yeah uh, which super sad you know oh look there's a sad but it fox. happens so fast yes the first you find one immediately and you're like oh my gosh it's dead and then you have like a little prompt that you can you know kind of like lay down and you know mourn the loss of your one of your fox cubs yeah. and then uh you uh but then the narration tells you like she has to keep going because she still has two more out there so you have to try to find them right mm-hmm. um and then the game kind of, uh, it becomes more of an actual game uh, in that you can, uh, essentially you explore, um, looking around for these uh, little dirt piles that you can dig up. And then each of those little dirt piles will kind of unearth some sort of uh, piece from Joseph's past. Yes. Um, and he kind of talks about his childhood um, with his father and, and it keeps going from there. You can also collect little light stars, um, like little stars of light that, uh, are scattered around the environment. Um, that just to have a very unique yes, thing to which, them yep, that I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about later. later. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you can, um, it, like, I mean, it's pretty much just like light platforming and light exploration. You're kind of just walking around bouncing from like rock to rock and picking up these lights and you're not entirely sure what the purpose is of the lights yet. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then you just keep going and it kind of just moves like that and flows the story forward. Yeah. And so I think it's fair to say that when you start digging up these piles of dirt, which uncover these items that represent uh, memories from your childhood, they start as being very... Um, not ambiguous, but yeah. they, they're not as clear yes. and as definite. But yeah. as you go through the game and explore these, I think there's three open environments in the game. Yes, three or four maybe. Yeah, or, yeah one maybe continues. Um, yeah, I want to say the like the first thing that you unearth is like a little wooden toy train, I yes. think. And um, he pretty much, uh, Joseph starts talking about how his father loved to carve things and made him toys and whatnot. Um, but then, uh, you know, Joseph starts talking about how his relationship is strained with his father. Um, and how, uh, you know, even stuff like he brought the toy train to school and the kids made fun of him because it was a toy for babies and they, you know what I mean? And how, even though he loved that toy. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, kind of basic things that, you know, kids might go through, um, growing up. It's Mm -hmm. not anything, you know, overly traumatic or anything. Yeah. And I don't think there was a mother in the picture. No, I don't think so either. So, and and did you have to actually pick up all of them? I don't know if you did. So I don't know because I, I'm not sure you, there may have been things that I missed, but I know I definitely got things out of order. Yes. Um, because it's just a vast open space that you're exploring. Mm-hmm. I was, you're getting pieces of the story out of order. And I was like, okay, I guess like when I would hit one, I'm like, oh, maybe this was actually supposed to be the other way around compared mm-hmm. to the one that I just listened to. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And like even things from 
Joseph's story will then appear in the environment itself. So yeah. like, uh, so to continue on with that, um, uh, toy train thing, uh, his dad then started woodworking and made a little tank, right? Cause mm-hmm. that was a cooler toy. Yeah. And cause you know, tanks are cool. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. I think trains are cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Tanks have a gun on them. And tanks I mean, are for war. Since Mo's not here, I'm gonna have to say, you know, <laughs> tanks are cooler because they have a gun. Okay, so you're you're embodying. I'm Mo embodying right Mo. How no. does that feel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Where's the guns? And then, uh, <laughs> um, so then uh, once, so like there'll be a tank in the environment, right? So it's kind of, uh, it, it is very much just like a dreamscape almost. In that, like you know, there's random items from his schoolyard, or like here's an American flag, or you know what I mean like there's random yeah. things kind of scattered around uh, around the thing and i'm like there's a lot of litter but it's not really it's it's a dreamscape yeah so. exactly was there a story that really kind of stuck with you because i think when i remember because you had said there are these environments and they're they're distinct environments so like in the first environment you collect yeah. maybe three or four story pieces yes. and then the the story or rather the uh the camera kind of fades to black yes and then you're in another environment where there's spawn somewhere else exactly where there's other things for you yeah like the first one is like a snowy mountain kind of range and then the second one is like a grassland kind of thing and Mm -hmm. the first section is very much like his young childhood and then the second one is his more teenage years yeah um and uh and how his relationship with his father gets more and more strained mm-hmm. right so uh his dad is working a lot because um, he works for the lumber yard right something like They're that in alaska yeah. and yeah. he works for the lumber yard and i'm pretty sure it might be his dad's lumber yard like i don't know if he's the owner but at least he has like uh he's he manages or at least because there was uh talk about him passing on the family business to joseph yeah where joseph like wanted nothing to yeah. do with that he he loved to draw yes and he wanted to move to seattle yep. to be able to go to architecture and do architecture school. stuff yeah you know there was blueprints kind of exactly about, like an architect yeah like an architect would have yeah um, and then so slowly because his dad's working so much and because uh you know uh joseph doesn't really have an interest in what you know his dad wants him to have an interest in uh it kind of keeps uh their relationship keeps devolving right and more and more strained he kind of acts out a little bit more um so he like steals a truck or that was the story that really stuck with me. oh really was the truck well of course the stuff at the end go over it again what was Um, it so with the truck he describes i think it's fair to say that a lot of the narration imagine like an asmr video yeah oh my gosh (laughs) the fact that you just said that legit i was sitting there and i was like oh i'm playing this game i'm like this game is just like for asmr lovers (laughs) because joseph and rachel are very like so like rachel is his wife and she'll respond back to they're just talking really calmly really 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 calmly the situation this is the second podcast i've been on where we've talked about asmr i think (laughs) it's a theme yeah do you actually watch asmr no i don't at all but when i was like listening to him tell his stories and stuff i was like Oh, then my father woke up and blah, 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 blah. There's a train. Yeah. Oh, wow. Trains At the are, same time as I got quiet. Right? Trains are better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's very like, it's almost like they sat in a studio like across from each other. Right. As someone who has like experienced this much like voice narration right. or voice, vocal coaching in my and life. And when you say this much, Jacob is putting his fingers together very 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 small yeah obviously <laughs> not enough focal coaching because no. <laughs> i didn't know to narrate what i'm doing in a microphone but um yeah they must they, it almost sounded like they were sitting like cross-legged kind of next to each yes. other and they were having like a very like very, calm quiet calm, intimate conversation exactly about, you know when i was a kid i stole my dad's car it was yellow and purple yes and it was like a station wagon and we went around and we were hitting mailboxes yeah. and then rachel's like oh honey blah, 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 yeah blah, and like blah, there blah. were mailboxes yeah. kind of strewn out in the environment exactly if you look for them. Yep. um but he just talked about like how his father had said i i think he only said two words when he picked him up from the police station because yeah. obviously they got arrested he's just like do better yeah or, or make it right make oh, it right because he th- so yeah he ended up i think they were arguing in the car and then he like took out his dad's bluegrass like cassette from the thing and threw it out the window yeah and um his dad just like stopped the car made him go get it made him go get it it just said like make this right yeah and uh and then david or david why am i saying oh the guy's the, name the developer's is, david, name yes. is david and the, joseph i'm assuming it's a like author stand-in story yeah. I, I don't know for sure but i don't know yeah um but the developers in utah so okay oh so maybe not but yeah i mean either you could still imply some stuff but mm-hmm. uh either way 
Um, so he goes to go get uh, the thing, you know, tries to, he has to like look for half an hour in the woods to try to find this cassette tape, right? And then yeah. you see the cassette tape. It's one of the items you like unearth when you're kind of getting that narration as the fox, yeah. right? So, so at that point, you know, we've, we've talked about how like in the first area, it's snowy yeah. and you're a kid. In the second overworld, it's grassy and you're a teenager. Right. And all the stories are about like how your relationship with your father's yeah. falling apart and how you're just growing apart. Yep. And, and then there's like more mechanics too in that second section. They kind of open up a second, like uh, a new thing. They have like these little three butterflies that you can kind of touch and then you get like a super jump to mm-hmm. go with your janky double jump mm-hmm. and it kind of like lifts you up so like you, there's uh uh you know little very 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 light puzzling so you, yeah yeah i think it's fair to say that um if you're coming to this game for a mechanically sound and mechanically interesting game this is probably no. not the one yeah, that you should come is, to this is like easy peas yeah, yeah it's kind of and and like i think that what you'll hear is that at least from my, and I don't want to like totally show my hand. No, go for but it. But I think that this game is worth it from a story perspective. Right. That like, sure, the mechanics are basic and sure that it's mechanically problematic. But I think that the story makes it more worthwhile that you can just deal with the mechanically right. problematic things. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to go into it knowing that like, yeah, this isn't, I'm, I'm not playing this for like the mechanics of the, right. of the thing, right? It's like that, that uh, butterfly super yeah. jump real bad yeah (laughs) yeah really bad at one point you actually to advance this whole game is a giant metaphor yeah um yeah in every respect (laughs) but like not even like subtle metaphor (laughs) legit you have to keep going but yeah Uh, what was i gonna say Uh, well you have to go over a mountain wall by collecting the three but like so there's three different sections of butterflies and if you get all three then you get enough air boost to go over the wall and legit once you get the three butterflies um joseph starts saying like it was like i was hitting this wall that i just couldn't climb over and i'm like oh this is beating me over the head with it a little bit yeah. but that's okay <laughs> um it, it's like um uh anyone who's lived in a small town right like he very much talks about like i needed to get out right like, no one ever leaves i want to do architecture right. i want to be in and the lower 48 here yeah we're canadian but when he said the lower 48 i'm like oh he wants to be in a real state right N- not that alaska is not oh, a real gosh, state i just go. disparaged all of alaska yep, all gone um but like the the lower 48 exactly where all the regular states are and l- right on the nose it's like yeah i have to jump over this by collecting three super jump like butterfly, butterfly tokens, things yeah and that's when the story kind of advances even further exactly into adulthood yeah exactly and i think um the uh the argument that so you were saying about the story um about the uh car and um that was the story that resonated with you the one that kind of like not resonated with me, but just like hit me harder mm-hmm. was so uh, I don't even know if it's at this point, but it's into his adulthood. Um, the, his dad is working even more, blah, blah, blah. Their relationship starts to kind of get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of, you know, start um, interacting a little bit more. They go uh, into camping, the floor, camping right? and stuff yeah. like that. Right. So um and everything starts to get a little bit better oh actually you know what the story i'm thinking of is a little bit later so i'll save it but um so yeah they start uh going camping a little bit more um they uh are interacting better he's kind of opening up to his dad about his architecture and his drawings and stuff like that and what he'd like to do um and they were collaborating because he had this huge parcel of land that wasn't actually charted anywhere so like they would go out and camp and explore this vast area of land that the father had and just he would draw it as they went right so he understood what was on the land i think i got confused around that part because i think i was hitting story beats at different times Mm -hmm. by accident like just because it is so open and you don't have very clear direction as to where you should go next and i kind of i kind of think i would have wished if the like little starlights that you collect that randomly just start accumulating they're like coins yeah they're pretty much just coins but like i kind of wish they would have maybe directed me in a certain direction. So I got the story in the correct order. Yeah. Because um, you can, like you said, get it out of order. Yeah. And I actually got, I don't say I got lost, but like, yeah, I, I think, was playing it on handheld mode in a really too. like sun, sunny area. Oh, okay. And like some of the areas are very dark. Yeah. And so I, I just, I really struggled with where I was going. Right. But I found that again, this is a giant metaphor. So it's a matter of like, you have to get better. Right. And in order to get better, you have to explore yourself. And sometimes exploring yourself, exploring yourself, you run in circles. Right. Exactly. 
exactly. Yeah. Um, and Metaphor then, zone. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so you, uh, once again, you're still unearthing things, talking about, uh, you know, they're kind of building his re- their relationship up. And then the game kind of, like, hits you all of a sudden with, so you have three different sections of things you have to unearth yes. or no sorry the third section has these stones that have a yeah. little light that bounces up and down and you have to like kind of bow, bow to, to it. the light yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of very I, it's hard to explain yeah. you're pretty much like there's three white stones scattered amongst this area and it's kind of got like a little peeping light ball that kind of keeps mm-hmm. bouncing up and down and uh when you get to it you just have to bow at the right time that the light goes oh, down. Oh, I just mashed the button. Oh, really? Yeah, no. I didn't realize what I was doing. I think you just... had to like go up and then down with the, yeah, the light. Your and then... fox is bowing, Exactly. Yeah. And then that opens up a blocked, um, vined area. Mm-hmm. And when you get past that section, all of a sudden you see another fox cub. Baby fox cub. And then in the distance you see... Um, like a wolf, a wolf. Yeah. And then Joseph says, the perpetrator's just standing there. My dad is dead. I can't do this anymore. I'm going back to bed, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what did I just miss? Like, was there an accident? Like I have, was there, I'm thinking I missed something, but no, was there any buildup to that? No. And I, I, to this, to this point, I still don't know what took his father. Right. Because I don't know if that's important. I don't yeah it's probably not important yeah but like I think because it was so jarring to me I thought like oh my gosh I must have missed a story part yeah in this in this giant section okay never mind then yeah I was sitting here thinking like oh my gosh the dad is dead like and I figured like yeah his relationship is strained but he wasn't speaking about him too often in the past tense as if like he couldn't interact with him again right right? like it's that his relationship was strained but not that his dad was dead right? right Um, so then, uh, he kind of, uh, he's like, no, I'm, I'm done. Like the, there's only at the same time, there's only one wolf cub left and you can try to follow the, the wolf, but you don't really, uh, get anywhere. And is this where you see the first tree for the first time or is that later? Um, I think that's no, because there's still that starry night area first and then you get to the the first trees at the very, very end. Okay. So after this wolf kind of disappears. Yeah. It fades to black again. Yes. And you enter the third area, which is like a, a starry, water-filled, yeah. kind of beautiful yeah. environment. Because mm-hmm. it's fair to say, and Mo actually was the one that shared this with us, um, but the actual game itself um, was built using a basic Unity asset pack. Okay. Um, except for this one, I think. Okay. Like this one, it seemed fairly like cool and there wasn't it's like a starry night there's water and yeah and there's nothing and yeah. it's like open horizons all the way around um it's dark and this is where the game kind of like slightly changes up its mechanics once again so it's nice that you know there's different mechanics for every little section mm-hmm. but um this is where uh rachel takes over a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of trying to get joseph to kind of move past move past his, issue? his issues a little bit right mm. um he gets really upset because his dad is dead and he's you know i'm going back to bed i don't want to talk about this anymore mm-hmm. and she's kind of like no you need to talk about this we yeah. need to work through this mm-hmm. and uh this is very much a uh, your just running kind of empty into the into the night uh as the fox and uh you spot like a deer or a doe or something in the yeah. the horizon and as you get near it you it runs away from you and you have to kind of follow it in that direction and each time it runs away Rachel starts up another narration about mm-hmm. another um aspect about her mother but it's like a ghostly yeah. or, uh, in Harry Patronus Potter. yes <laughs> that's what it reminded yeah, me of yeah it's a patronus yeah who's patronus is a doe is it harry's i think it might be harry's itself mm-hmm. i can't remember but it's a patronus yeah. Yeah, it is essentially a Patronus yep. that you're following around. Mm-hmm. And this time, as you said, it's Rachel's yep. little areas where there's stuff. And she's talking about her relationship with her mother. With her mother, which seemed extremely strained um, in that there was a lot of alcohol and drug use. Um, there was, uh, it just was not a good environment at all. She ended up in foster care. Um, and uh, I don't know if her intent was like, yeah, you may have had a slightly strained relationship with your father, but it was a lot better than what I had with my mom. Yeah, like, like at <laughs> least you had a parent, <laughs> right? Really. Exactly. I know, right? <laughs> thanks, Rachel. Yeah, thanks. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So then, um, it kind of that kind of helps bring Joseph out of 
this little funk that he's that he's in. Yeah, right? and is that kind of when you know after you've explored Rachel's past? There's one last section of like just some basic platforming and exploration, mm-hmm. um, and that's a downhill. Yeah, it's a very fast paced downhill kind of. You yeah. are missing things. You can't get back uphill because it reminded me a lot of Journey. Yes, how in Journey, like you're sliding down the yep. sand. A lot of this game in general reminded me of Journey because yeah. it's very much um, like. Uh, you know, just visually looks great, yep. but also like um, calming music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're collecting light orbs, which yep. is also very journey-like. Yep. Um, and then, uh, I mean... I mean, this, in journey, you don't collect light orbs, but it's like but don't, the, there's a scarf mechanic. Yeah, but there is light orbs, is there not? There's some sort of... Because you collect orbs that then expand your scarf. You're right, you're right. Yeah. But they're less frequent than these ones. You know what? The best thing that they can do is just go back and listen to the journey episode I was on. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. You're, there you go. You're learning from the best. That's right. Um, so... Uh, I'm pretty. It, it reminded me a lot of Journey in that sense, but Journey was very metaphorical in that, like, there's no narration. Yeah. You're just kind of going with what's on screen. This is kind of we're telling you how you're supposed to feel and yeah, what you're it supposed is a, to be doing. A real perfect hybrid between Journey and Gone Home. Yeah, because there's a little bit of environmental storytelling, but a lot of it's just about the journey. It, it is almost like they took both of those games and put them together, right? And like. Like an Abzu. Did you play Abzu? No. What so is that? Abzu. Abu? Uh, uh, Abu? No. <laughs> Abzu. Abzu. Yes. What is this? Um, it is very similar. It's like Underwater Journey. Okay. And it's actually got the same musician, Austin Wintery, okay. as Journey. Oh. So if you got the feels from Journey, you might get the feels from Abzu. I hated the underwater parts of Journey, though. Maybe it's a game we play on the podcast <laughs> Oh, the here we go. I'm, right. just, I'm just signing you up now for 2020. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, But yeah, it's a perfect hybrid of those games because okay. it's, yeah. it's about environmental storytelling, but it's also just about like the journey right. of like... There's two characters and there's the journey mm-hmm. and then there's also the journey of the fox, which right. is less important, but like a big metaphor for Exactly for what they're tragedy. going through. Yeah. Um in that last section, so there's one final area after as you're leading up to the um the first tree. Mm-hmm. Um so the part of the story that I actually got angry about um was uh so his um relationship with his father got way worse it may have gotten better um but then it got way worse um and where they were completely distant mm-hmm. and apart from each other they and would talk on the phone and yeah. they would barely they talk about like nothing. i forget what it was movies Movie, what I, movies literally what movies they watch right yeah. and it, it deteriorated that badly um and the main reason for this is because his father wanted to not work as much mm-hmm. wanted to eventually give his family business over to joseph um however recently there was an accident with a, in, involving a forklift um, at uh, the lumberyard, and what ended up happening is a man died. Um, right. So someone he worked, someone that worked for him died, um, and this is what made me the most mad: is that as part of the rationale to tell Joseph to take on the family business was that if you don't do this, then all of the work I've put in and that man's life would have been for nothing. And I was, and I just thought to myself, yeah. I'm like, that's not, that's a move because that's, that's so bad. You don't put that on your son. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not your son's fault that this man died. It's it, your it, fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry. And it might've even been, it might've been an accident. Who knows? Right. But it's not your son's fault. And I, I was like, yeah, Joseph is completely in the right in this because yeah. it's, you can't put that on him. Yeah. Like, don't put that on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't do this. Like, yeah. and I have my own aspirations. I, I want to do what I want to do. Yeah. You can't put that on me. My, my dad owned a business forever. Yeah. And, uh, my brother was like super into music when he was young. So he obviously knew what he was going to do, but for a long time it was like, so are you going to take over the family business, right. Jacob? And I kind of, even though I, I went into business, right. I knew that his, the industry he was in was not what I wanted to yeah, do. Exactly. So I, I told him like, at, I think 17 or 18, I like right. really shut it down and said like, dad, I don't want to do this, this right. for me. And he never would have put that on me at all. Exactly. Because right. Because I have a good father. Right. <laughs> and that is a bad father. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like I'm like, this is, you call me a villain for calling it out. But no, like, but I it's true though. Bad I, I, dude. I, that's the thing. It's like, you don't put that on your child. You de- you made the decision to work this hard. Mm-hmm. You can't then say you don't want to take over my business. Well, I did all of this for you. I never asked for it. Yeah. Like, 
And I'm a child. Yeah. I have my own aspirations. You know what I mean? Staying in Alaska. Exactly. Right. So like I, I sympathize with Joseph in, in that instance and mm-hmm. where I was like, Oh boy, like no wonder their relationship is strained to the point where they barely talk anymore mm-hmm. because that could be something that breaks it. Yeah. Right. So that is almost a, a like a venomous conversation that poisons the well forever. Exactly. Right. So and uh, their relationship never got better before his father ended up dying. Yeah. And what I appreciate is, although you said this story kind of hits you over the head with some stuff, what I appreciate about stories is when they don't tell you everything. Yeah. And the one thing they didn't share from at least my playthrough is they didn't share how he died. Yeah. Because I don't think it's actually important to right. the story at all. All that you know is that he is dead. And that it was sudden from yeah. the sound of it. From the sound of it, there was no like, yeah, it was definitely a sudden thing. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he, if he, I think there's a lot of regret of not trying to rebuild that relationship with his father sooner when he had the chance. Yeah. Right. So. Um, is this, this game kind of has two ending sequences, if you will. Yeah. I think. Yep is this kind of where we kind of mm-hmm. back into the first one? Yeah, for sure. Okay. This is when the first tree comes in, right? Yes. And is it foreshadowed before that this first tree is called the first tree because it's the first tree that they carved, that Joseph carved something into? Is it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't totally know that part of it, but yeah, I'm yeah, sure. I don't know if it was earlier in the story or there. Joseph had said, you know, they went out in the woods and um, one of the items that you find in the first area is a knife. And uh, I don't know if it's there or at the end, but Joseph kind of says, yeah, me and my dad, he took me in the forest one time and he taught me how to carve uh, into a tree. Right. And so like, I think the whole metaphor for this game is like the first tree represents like innocence Yep. and how finding it is you trying to get back to a time of innocence, right? but knowing that. I'll set up the end of yes, essentially this it. this wolf is there the third fox cub is kind of there also, also dead. dead so she all of her babies are dead yeah so to me it's like you come up on this first tree that represents your childhood that represents the relationship that you had with your father yep. that's supposed to be all good but this antagonist this this wolf the shadowy wolf that you've been following around kills your third yeah I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but no, no, you're good. Your th- kills your third fox cub in front of you, kind of in front of the first tree. Exactly. So to me, it's like your your innocence is dead. Yep. Your father is dead. And you're just going to have to like, as a mother of three now dead fox cubs, you're going to have to, as sad as it is, find a way to, to move, move on. on. Exactly. And that's the thing that the Fox has to move on and Joseph has to move on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as like the final sequence, as the Fox is, you are, you know, your head is down. You are just walking all the way up to the base of the first tree. Um, and then an interesting thing that I didn't think was going to happen was, uh, you uh, like a, a message comes up on the screen once you reach the edge of the first yeah tree. it really breaks like the um how can i say this it, it like almost breaks the narrative not the narration but it eh, i see what you're saying it kind of breaks the fourth wall a little yeah bit. yes because it's like um in your in-game menu exactly so it says uh you've reached the first tree you have um uh you have a chance to Give a message to your three fox, to your children. What's, what is the last things that you would like to say yeah, so it, it to says, your children? The first tree awakens and gently asks if there's one last message the fox wants to tell her children. Mm-hmm. She replies back and says, and I don't know about you, but I was bawling my eyes <laughs> out when this happened. No, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't crying. But. I couldn't because I couldn't believe this. Right. And that's when the stars come, come into, into it as effect. well. Exactly. So the amount of stars that you get throughout the entire playthrough of the game is the number of characters you get to use in your final message, which is kind of nuts to me. Uh, that you're playing this like two hour experience right. all for the ability to share one last message. Like I'm tearing up talking <laughs> about it. That like... <laughs> It's oh yeah, it is incredibly powerful. Right, yeah. So like the my more, mouth was a gate. Yeah, I, I you know what I did not un- expect that at all. I was when I saw that that was probably the biggest like boom of the game. It's like holy like all of those all the explorations, all the things. I'm sure there's a metaphor to be made that like the more things you do in your life, the more you get to 
um, the more you can show your loved ones that you yeah. love them and stuff like that. And the more you get to say and do and whatnot. But, um, yeah, so you can, you have an opportunity to legit, like your on-screen keyboard will pop up and yep. type in a message based on how many characters you have. Mm-hmm. So do you remember what your message is? Yes. Cause I have mine as well. Oh God, you go first. Uh, it's super sappy. Oh um, no. This is the soft boy podcast. Uh, <laughs> welcome to, uh, I'm soft boy one. My <laughs> message was, so I got 102 characters to play with. Okay. Um, and I use 76 of them. Oh my gosh. And I thought, you know, I thought I didn't want to go like metaphorical. Okay. Like I didn't want to be like the sun rises and <laughs> I see you, the sun sets and I'm with you. Stop covering, stop using comedy to cover up <laughs> how you feel. <laughs> God, you know me too well. Um, so I wrote three lines okay. and I wanted them to be, I thought about this a lot. Is this a Probably haiku? too much. No, I should have done oh, a haiku. Gosh. Um, but I wanted to do three lines for the three children that were lost. Okay. And I wanted this to be a message that not only kind of represented what was going on with the fox and her three lost children, mm. but obviously what's happening with joseph and, exactly. and his father so i wrote i love you uh-huh. period next line i'm sorry period yep. i look forward to the day when i can see you again oh period. boy can you see can you see yep. tears oh in yeah my eyes? this is like it's rough yep. that's real rough yeah it's real rough um what did you write in the tree i had 134 characters so i got, oh a, my lo- God. I got a lot of stars there was like one that i missed in that free fall zone where the you jumping off the little mountain, you keep fly, and I couldn't get back up to the star that I missed. And I, I wonder like, if it's like 140 total. I really wish it's 135, and I only missed one. But like, <laughs> who knows? Um, no, legit. I used 25 characters, and I wrote, "I love you when I miss you." Period. Done. And I was like, "No, I can't do anymore." Like, that's it. Did you explain? Did your wife watch you at all play this game? No, 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 no not okay. at all. So, because I, I would wonder, like, what if someone came up and like you were just bawling your eyes right. out, too, oh, I know, riding on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's kind of when the game I thought was going to end. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the thing is, I probably would have been, I haven't, uh, knock on wood, I, both my parents are still alive. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, I maybe, I have, I also have not lost a child, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if either of those things, I probably would have been a disastrous mess. Yeah. As of right now, it was easy for me to like, kind of take a step back and be like, okay, I'm going to write something sappy and it's emotional, but I'm not going to think about it too hard because I don't have any real emotion to like pull from yet. Right. And can I tell you kind of what went after this game? Uh, Like in my real life? Oh no. So no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so before we kind of go into the end, so I'm at my parents' house this weekend, like out of town, visiting my parents, staying with them. My mom is out of town and my dad is here by himself. Oh no. So my dad is like decorating the house for Christmas (laughs) around me as I'm playing this game on the couch with headphones on right and so i finished the game and i, I just interact with my father now. <laughs> i just interact with my father yeah and like wonder like do you spend enough time interacting with your father right but also like i i hug my dad before i left right and then the the craziest part which i think made me cry even more yeah. at the wedding and i didn't tell my girlfriend this but um the wedding we went to both of the people getting married had lost their fathers oh no and at the actual church i'm like shivering talking about this mm. at the church there was um a monument set up for both fathers that oh, have been lost. Oh gosh! So like, talk about yep. choosing the best or worst time to ever play the first. Oh tree. my god! All the feels. Uh, yeah, all all the feels. All of them. So that was my experience. That's playing. nuts. Yeah, yeah. And so it, hug your dad. I think. Well, that's the thing. It's like it kind of makes you think. Like maybe I shouldn't be playing this two-hour game, and I should go be <laughs> doing something with my dad. Yeah, yeah. Play this game. Yeah. But, uh, then the end of the game is something entirely different. Yeah, really, kind of surprised me um Mm -hmm. so you wake up as joseph yeah um you six months later you get a title screen that says six months later and you wake up as joseph and it's the middle of the night and it's like it's first person you can look around uh you can open doors you can see rachel is laying in bed if you look at yourself in a reflection you have no reflection so you must be a vampire and Uh, or it's also a dream Oh yeah, that's possible too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no, I was I went with the vampire option. <laughs> I was thinking it's one of two things: either they're really high on ayahuasca, yeah, uh, and they're just having like a real moment, yeah. or this is a dream. As right, well. that's true. And so um, you can kind of explore their house. You can see that like it, they've they're they back in Alaska. I think they moved back. They into moved the back, father's place exactly. Like, and I mean, 
And they have a child. They have a child. Which is something we haven't talked about right, at all. at all. That he's trying to get over this because I think Rachel is pregnant. Right. And she can't... Yes. And he... Because he says he'll never be able to hold a, a grandchild. He said that about his father at mm-hmm. one point, right? So, yeah. So, they have a child. They're in this... Um, yeah. They're in the house. It's got to be the father's house. Yeah. Just by the sheer amount of junk. Like, who needs, like, three stacks of tires in their backyard? <laughs> But, but also it looked like Alaska. Exactly. There was a lot of trees around. Right. So you um, you kind of can just lightly explore. You're walking around, opening up doors, like taking a look around and seeing stuff. Um, and as you uh, get out of the... You can leave the house um, and you can go towards the back of your property. Um, and there's like a tent. And you can go into the tent and you see that he's got like some drawing supplies and stuff like that. So he must like just hang out in the tent sometime yep. and do whatever. And then uh, suddenly the camera pans and you see the glowing Patronus of... Of the fox of the that fox. you played exactly. during the entire game. Yeah. And then he's like, what the heck is that? And so then you get up and then you have the ability... Did you know you could run? Yes. Okay. I As did a it. human, you could run. Yeah. I didn't know that at first. I I was just walking at the regular pace and I was like, I got to be able to move faster. So I pressed the button to, to turn on running. The run button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the turn on the run button. And you pretty much like run after And the music the is swelling. Yeah, exactly. It, so once again, very journey-like. The like final like rush at the end. Um, very so like good. high... Like, very like emotionally powerful music um and you eventually make your way up to the first tree mm-hmm. again um but this time as joseph mm-hmm. um the fox leads you there um and then how's it end um the coolest part of this entire game i think is something that there's not much information about yeah but i think what's happening is every time someone writes a message yep um, the creator or someone is aggregating all of these messages into a database mm-hmm. and you get someone else's message, message in your game on the tree, yep. which represents the thing that you carved into a tree the first time when you were with your dad. Exactly. So how crazy <laughs> is that? That's nuts. I know. So like when I, the thing is you can see there's something from the distance written on the tree. You kind of keep walking up to it. And you then can read whatever the message is. And I'm like, what is this going to say? I'm like, is it going to be my message? I'm like, okay, if it's my message, I get it. You know, like Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool and symbolic. But no, it's like something completely different. And I'm like, there's no way this is what was included as part of the game. It's got to be like a generated pulled from someone else's yeah. playthrough of the game right i think what what the message says and i, I don't know where it was well, what, well actually at the end of the game they're like hey can we yes. add your message yep. to a moderated database exactly. that may show up in someone else's game yeah which was so yeah cool and then so you see the message you turn back and you see the ghostly fox and her three babies um all ghosts kind of run off into the distance and that's mm-hmm. how the game ends um what was the message do you have your message? so I, I only caught like so you can see the camera pans oh so no I actually oh my gosh it's a it. lot oh you had a short one? Oh yeah maybe it actually looks as well at, at and we can only speculate at how much you gave right and it gives you back what you yours gave. is a lot of words yeah so mine says and part of it's cut off so I, I i think this is what it says is um your death will not be forgotten you will be remembered by me into both of our afterlives i hope you and that's what it says but i I, it basically says like i want to see you in our afterlives and i i want to see you there waiting for me mine said heroes never die godspeed (laughs) (laughs) so it must take oh my gosh it must take i know i was like so the thing is i'm ending this game and it's like heroes never die godspeed i'm like well this is just totally whiplashed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like not the right but it's, it's punching you oh yeah it's hilarious it's, it's like the thing is it's a really funny ending to like <laughs> what's supposed to be uh you know a, a nice story i was just like this is the ending i get heroes never die yeah <laughs> godspeed is, is that from like marvel or i don't even know i'm sure it's from something but yeah. it definitely does not fit with whatever my play experience was <laughs> yeah mine, mine was more tonally fitting uh, yeah yours and fit, i yeah. and i thought for a little while like into both of our afterlives i'm like is that is this person believe in reincarnation is that what they're saying right but no it's like our afterlives right. together when i see you and, and you, exactly. hopefully you'll see me there but yeah it like that happened and like i was kind of 
like teary eyed yeah. because like the music swelling, yeah, you're running sure. after this fox, and then this message happens, and I'm just bawling my <laughs> eyes out. And is there narration as well at the same time? I by think David? The, there's probably some like ending narration that yeah. I can't remember. So I think it was so. a combination of the music, the running, the dead fox, and her her parents, David's narration, yeah. and this message, and I was just I was crying. Yep. After after the game for five, I had to like stay away. Oh my gosh! Essentially, I had to go to this wedding in like forty five minutes. Yeah, and I had to like shower and get a suit on and everything. And I just was like a ball of, of tears. <laughs> oh and I, god! And I, I, it took me a little while to pull myself together. Oh my gosh! Yeah, see, that's the thing. I didn't have that same emotional effect because heroes never die. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be the, the yeah. hashtag for this. Heroes never die. Um, we've talked about pretty much everything yeah, in the game. Pretty much. Um, the one thing, and I, I ask you specifically because mm. I know that you love like game music. Yes. As a man who I just saw, and sorry for ratting you out on oh, the air. Oh gosh, here we go. Dancing to the Donkey Kong 64 music and no, cooking. it wasn't. It was Donkey Kong Country. Oh, Donkey Kong Country. I'm sorry. Give me that like old that Donkey Kong Country original soundtrack is just amazing. This soundtrack's amazing. Yes, too. it is. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yes, and that's the thing. I appreciate good video game music. I I love it so much that yeah uh it was great the music in this was great mm-hmm. the visuals were great yeah. um i uh, uh super pretty artistically yes. great yes uh, yes technically challenged Ch- yes because like things would like spawn in the distance and you can the see pop it. in was really bad yeah you could notice the pop in really r- a lot but if you were just like not paying too close attention to it you were probably fine yeah. um but like, this is the switch version exactly I think the pc version is a it's little probably better, better yeah. yeah um but yeah that's the thing like it, it, it's got a really nice artistic um yes. Artistic what? Like it, it? It's artistically great. Yeah. But like I said, technically, Visuals, yeah, yeah. The technical fidelity is not great, but the artistic direction right. is great. Yeah, exactly. Whether they got it from a Unity asset pack or not, yeah. like just the aesthetic of the game looks great. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so. sound great. Um, mm-hmm. the graphics great. Uh, the controls. Yeah, that's the thing. Great. Mechanically, the game itself is just like it's whatever. You kind of can get stuck in some rocks every so often if you're trying to get somewhere where you're not supposed to. And uh, the the fox is pretty limited in in its animations. Yeah. So that's why you kind of get like this weird straight board like fox jumping double jump thing. You know. So yeah. like so, that's the thing. Sometimes just the animation of the fox itself um a little lacking but mm-hmm. uh otherwise like visually the game is great looking so um before we give our final takes did you have anything else you wanted to share i don't think so um i do have a message from our friend mo i yes. alluded to it at the top of the show i want to talk um, about it actually. mo was supposed to be on this episode yes and he sent me a message um on uh what day was this uh last night okay because his plan was i'm gonna play this in yeah, one it's sitting like two hours yeah so he sends me a picture text message oh, no. of request an Xbox refund. Oh, no. He says, I have never done this before, but um, it said uh, he he's never done this before. And let me read this message out for you now. Yeah. I couldn't do it, Jacob. I couldn't do it. It was like playing a game about grass growing. Story was trying so hard to seem genuine and maybe can connect with people who abandon their parents. Gameplay circa 1999. The first game I've played and began wondering if there was a return policy on video games. Mm -hmm. Environment was a basic Unity asset pack. Final verdict. Hard pass. Leave behind. Lock away. Never look back. Value your time. So many things can be done in two hours. Feed the homeless. Draw a picture. Play any other game. Okay, I'm done. Oh my gosh. I wholeheartedly disagree with that man. Oh my gosh. Uh, He didn't pull any punches. No, not at all. And that's what I appreciated about this show is we all have a love for games, Mm -hmm. but sometimes a game does not connect with someone. He didn't get to the tank. He (laughs) did. If he'd have gotten to the tank. If he had gotten to the tank, maybe his mind would have changed. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, look, I think I can agree with him that the gameplay is basic. Yeah. And that the, the, uh, there was some technical challenges with the game, but like I wholeheartedly disagree with him that this game is not worth playing. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I can get, I can see where he's coming from, where he's saying that, you know, the story is trying too hard because it does, it isn't subtle sometimes about the metaphors that it's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it really depends on just how, I've lost 
Take it again. Yeah. Um, it really just depends on how you're, you know, coming into the game and, and what you're kind of expecting out of it. And it's, yeah. it's not going to be for everyone. That's no. for sure. I think if you, if you're a fan of games like Gone Home, like Journey, like Abzu, essentially games with environmental storytelling, What Remains of Edith Finch, mm. like play this game and you will likely connect with it despite its challenges. Um, I, I recommend this one. It, it's like, I got it for twelve fifty on Switch. Uh, it's available on PC. It's on sale all the time. It's super worth it. Uh, I think you should check it out if you're. That's a fan the thing. Of those it's games. cheap. It's two hours. It's it was fun. I I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, it is not a game that I would go to and say like, man, you absolutely need to play the right. first tree. No, exactly. But as as a fan of us, uh, you know, one of my favorite games of the decade is uh, Virginia, which is okay, a game that yeah. we played on here, mm-hmm. which is so different. Yeah. and does so many cool things. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say this game is like one that I'd pull out and say game of the decade. Right, exactly. But like it's definitely a cool game. It's in game. that same vein of those kinds of games, right? Yeah. So. Gone Home, Abzu, exactly. Journey. If you Looking like Looking for them. more of that, go a- for that. Any final thoughts on this one? Uh, no, I, I, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. Visually, it's great. Um, mechanically, it, it's lacking. But mm. story was great. I, I enjoyed the story a lot. Um, and there was times where I was just like, wow, that certain things surprised me surprise me with like the the lights as the characters of your message and just oddball things but yeah so generally speaking i i liked it um yeah yeah and if if uh someone has a line to david wheel i just want to know how those messages are surfaced in yes. those games i need to know yeah i have to know uh, that is our episode of The First Tree. If you liked it, you can let us know on our Discord channel. You can find that at leftbehindgame.club. You can come in, check out the video game deals we got. We talk about games. I was just in there talking about Pokemon Sword, uh, mm-hmm. which is a game that I'm playing that you are not playing. Oh, don't get me started until... Uh, yeah. Um, I want to, but I don't know if I have time yet. It's all good. Um, And also, if you like this podcast, uh, you can do us one of two favors. You can either tell a friend about it because, you know, recommendations from friends Mm -hmm. are the number one way that you can find out out about new podcasts. And then if you don't want to tell anybody about the show, uh, give us a review on whatever platform that you're checking us out on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or any others. Mm -hmm. Travis... If people want to find you on the internet, where can they do it? I'm on the Twitter at uh, at Travis Coleman. So hashtag X spoilers. Yeah, that's what's, right. What, what's the What's the big thing in X Men that oh, you want to? Here about? we go. One One thing in X Men that people should check out. Read House of X, Powers of X, or Powers of Ten. Pardon me. It's <laughs> It's a ten. It's not an X. Okay. Is that a series? It's a mini series that's relaunching the entire thing. Okay. I'm obsessed. How many episodes? How many episodes? How many uh, ep- issues are out? Uh, well, it's well, it's each ish, each volume is six, so it's just six. It's uh, twelve total. So, okay. Yeah, it's wonderful. So it's wonderful. It's wonderful. You can find me on the internet at Jacob McCourt on all major social media platforms, and that, my friends, is one less game left behind. We did the thing. Hurrah! Hurrah! <laughs>